Black Beatles in the city Be back immediately to confiscate the money Welcome to the Riot Squadcast, episode 13. We are officially teenagers in podcasting episodes. Oh, great. I hate us. <laughs> <laughs> we This is our teenage year, so, you know, obviously we know better than everybody, and um, our parents suck, and we want to kill ourselves. I don't see I don't see how that's any different than any other episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My name is Ed the Zombie, and always I'm joined by my hetero life mate, Chris Zero Cool Tucker. How's it going, buddy? Uh, I'm good. I'm somehow still sick, like, a week and a half later. Oh, man. But you're you're, all you're things, dying, dude. Yeah. Well, all things considered, my, my life's not that bad. No, man. Uh, you know, given the current situation. Yeah, yeah. First of all, we just want to give our condolences to the Brazilian soccer team that, uh, well, not just them, but also the other people that lost their lives in the recent plane crash. It's just, oh, it's just been, that's so depressing, man. Chapa Quincy, right? Some yeah. Of that? So well, we're trying. Chapo Quincy de Football. Yeah, neither of us speak Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, obviously butchered the hell out of that name. I'm sorry, but man, just seeing like uh, videos and photos uh, coming from like family members and stuff. Uh, yeah. It's just. Well, it's, it's one of those things that, that puts everything else in perspective. Yeah. Where you, you, you know, you sit back and you think at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're yelling about a game and we're yelling about a sport. Yeah. Um, this was a group of guys who really went for it and tried to grab the brass ring. And every time you've ever dreamed of, you know, scoring an MLS cup final, you know, this is how these guys grew up and they went for it. And, you know, it's tragic that they lost their life, but it's at least awesome that presumably they, they got to do what they loved uh, while they were on, uh, on the planet. So yeah, man, well, I'm really sad. More. Yeah. It's just, it's in, it's incredibly sad. Just seeing like the videos of, uh, you know, one one player, the forward for their team, that just found out last week that he's going to be a father, and it's just like, ugh. It's well, I saw one video from the somebody. I guess one of the players uploaded a video from the plane. Oh yeah, I've seen that one before they took off, and it's like, oh my goodness, it's yeah. just that's it's it's awful. It yeah. sucks. It's awful. Yeah, you know, just just to show you, you know, you know, go tell your your loved ones, you know, hug you know, your babies tight. Yeah, hug your babies and say I love you, and because you never know, man. So that's a awesome down dour note to start with. Well, you know, we just you just want to give you know condolences and to all the people who lost their lives and the people who are affected by you know yeah. this whole tragedy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, with that note, you know, let's let's just get into the show. Let's 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 bring it a little more upbeat and uh, let's talk about uh, Bruce officially being named as the U.S. men's national team coach. I mean, we called it on uh, last week's episode, even though before uh, they announced it, but you know, we kind of knew that was happening already yeah we we got our bruce show kind of out of the way yeah yeah because we were we we have certain days that we're available to record and to do this um and all the news for bruce came out the day what the day of so it was like what are we going to do not you know not mention it not act like it didn't happen yeah we'd have um, a whole episode where we literally didn't talk about it and then we have a week of uh Everyone kind of beating us to the story and beating us to yeah. cover it. Which is, you know, well, we could be dedicated and, and do a show like right after something happens, but 
that would take planning and work and and that takes uh, like a effort so energy yeah, yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> um, but this worked out you know this is fine so no, we got to talk about yeah. bruce and he's now officially head coach of the u.s men's national team for a second tenure yes uh jurgen klinsman is is gone 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 uh, and it's it's really affected obviously the landscape of the galaxy he was both the general manager and the head coach uh we you and i can can certainly speak to whenever uh, as a supporters group we tried to do something notable something big or new well it always had to get cleared by bruce uh yeah. he is he was a manager he was the guy who ran the club pretty much from top to bottom and it's the landscape of the galaxy is pretty different now that he's gone. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to change drastically. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, uh, I mean, it's, uh, kind of not bleak, but I mean, it's kind of, uh, questionable, you know, where the direction of the team's going to go. Yeah. I mean, and we've talked about this during the week and, and even on the last show, um, it really, it says a lot depending on what direction they go in with head coaches or which direction they go in, particularly with the general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to see at least a part of this plan so far with, uh, our, my boy, pass back Pete, pass back, uh, pass back Pete, passing back to general manager, <laughs> which why the, is, why know, the long face, great. Pete, why the long face? Yeah. I mean, but I fucking everything I say about the general manager will have to be prefaced with the fact that. Uh, I'm biased and I fucking love Pete Minus. Yeah, such a good dude. And I, yeah, I won't pretend otherwise. I I'm not sure he's the best general manager choice, but as a person and as a as certainly as you know, probably more so as a person than a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love Pete Minus. Uh, yeah. That guy, he dared me to chug a triple IPA, uh, a, a pitcher of a triple IPA, as we're walking out of the bar for Portland away this year. Yeah, that was amazing. Like on the cusp of being the general manager of the team, he's like, "What? You can't finish that? <laughs> Come on." Don't be a little bitch, man. Finish your yeah, drink. I mean, you know, Lars rules, man. Yeah, dude. So I love f- fucking. Yeah, I mean, by all things considered, I mean, you you kind of uh, get little stories here and there um, after the appointment that you know he was working directly with Bruce on a lot of the general manager duties. So yeah, that made me feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made me feel when because I knew he was what a VP of soccer operations. Yeah. Uh, and you know. I, I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that um, means. It seems like it's one of those titles that it's like, hey, we're going to give you a paycheck. You do some shit around the club. Um, <clears throat> oh, damn. I was supposed to hit my cough button. Um, yeah, but we, we pay you to, to do some stuff around the stadium, you know, show your face. And, you know, you kind of you do everything. But then to hear after Bruce leaves, like, oh, apparently Pete's been working closely with him and doing, uh, you know, quote, general manager stuff. Uh, and taking some of the the workload off of Bruce's plate, that's phenomenal. Getting some experience, already a player that I really like. Um, you know, I'm I'm for it, and I'm even for the GM move. It's, yeah, I it's, mean, it's it's a guy who knows the club inside and out. He knows MLS. I mean, he's been in MLS for what the better part of 20 years now. Uh, 16. He got drafted in 2000. 2000. Oh, he seems so much older than that. <laughs> Doesn't he seem like? Doesn't he seem like a a day one guy? If I didn't know that he was with, he wasn't with the Galaxy year one. Like I, I could, I could be convinced of it. He's been around forever. Yeah. Well, he played for us, Vancouver, Seattle, and Chivas. Mm, uh, Did he play for Vancouver? Yeah, I think he played for Vancouver. I think I want to say Seattle traded him to Vancouver. Okay. Um, but I do remember when he came back to, uh, yeah, Galaxy. 
2008, Seattle 09, 2010, Vancouver 2011, Chivas 2012. When he came back to the Galaxy, we um, the first day he was back, we had a meeting with the front office. I think it was me, you, uh, Andrew, and Matt, or me, you, and Matt, and Jaime, whatever. And he came in, and, and they told us he was coming in, so I brought a jersey from to sign, and he signs it. And um, I remember asking him what he does, and he said his job was to make sure all the academy kids knew what it meant to play for the Galaxy. That's, that's on his business card. Like, that's the guy <laughs> I want heading my organization. Yeah. I don't, but I, I get worried about you know the more technical side, the operational side of MLS. But as far as as where his heart is, as far as seemingly what his dedication and his focus is, P. Vianis is the type of person you want heading out your organization, especially having a former player in Chris Klein over him. Yeah. Then you have under under former LA Galaxy midfielder Chris Klein, you have former LA Galaxy midfielder P. Vianis as your general manager. Um, you know, getting a little ahead of ourselves. Imagine, if you will, with the, with the potential, you know, uh, coaching change. If you get Greg Berhalter, yeah, it's just it's just a whole front office of guys who are, are former right? Galaxy players. It's like you have former defender Greg Berhalter, former midfielder Pete Vinas, former midfielder Chris Klein, former midfielder Kobe Jones in the uh, in the commentary booth. You know, I don't know why we can't get Kevin Hartman back here, right? Like, I mean, come on. Why haven't we figured that out yet? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, and then you have, uh, well, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with uh, Matt Reese, but I mean, you already have a, a f- technically former Galaxy player on yeah, the coaching staff. Coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would I would expect Reese to go. I think most of Bruce's back office are probably going to go. Yeah, I mean, you're going to expect the new coach to bring in his new guys. I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's well, that's what's like, crazy. Like, I've heard... So one of the people that... One of the people that were rumored for uh, the coaching change was Caleb Porter and a, a good, I guess you would call him a source of mine up here uh, with the Timbers has said that guy didn't even get to choose his back office. Ooh. Like no control. And so if he came over here, I would expect most of Portland staff to kind of stay up here. Cause I didn't, I didn't fucking guys. want you anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah, They're not his guys, <laughs> you know? All right. So uh, we're getting into it then. All right. So um, Pete's obviously been named GM. Klein no. um, has come out and said that Cheaper they choice. Wa- yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, oh, let's, okay, we'll wrap that up. I, I dig the choice. I, I'm for it. I think Pete uh, not only knows the league, but I think he has grown to know um, the weird ass MLS backwards rules that they implement a lot. Sure. And then I think it's good to have Bruce, uh, Bruce kind of uh, as a, you know, good friend of Pete to, you know, whenever Pete's like, oh, I, you know, I need the advice on this and this and that. You know, it's good to have Bruce in his corner and be like, yeah, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure that'll be the case. I can't yeah. imagine Bruce Arena's like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm sure if Pete needs needs a hand, he's he's willing to reach out and help him. I'm sure Klein's been learning a lot about that business side yeah. in the last few years that he's been around Bruce. Um, you know, I think it's a good move. It's cost effective. Yeah, that's she, for sure. She probably isn't the word I want to use. It's not fair. No, no, no. I love Pete Vianis, but uh, it's it's from a front office and a financial standpoint, it's got to be a pretty cost effective move to get a first time general manager yeah. and former player, you know, a guy who was active in the league, uh, what, four years ago. Uh, it's, it's definitely a on the more cost effective end. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I, I saw on Twitter someone post, I think it might have been Ives Galarsep, 
But he's mm-hmm. like, um, well, here's hoping that the new uh, general manager is better than the last uh, Greek-American general manager the galaxy had. Oh, that's <laughs> that's pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, not, to yeah. Shit, not, to, not to shit on Alexi Lawless, but whatever. Yeah. I'm, but I'm I'm for it. I'm I'm I like Pete enough to give him the leash yeah. to say, well, let's let's see what you can do. Uh, the DP signings are going to be huge. They're gigantic now. Um, and if we continue this trend of going cost effective, then I get kind of worried. Um, but his DP selections will be gigantic to show the direction of the team. Yeah, and I think that's the thing uh, going into the the coaching uh, mm-hmm. job. I mean. Klein has come out and said that, you know, they're looking mostly internal in MLS. Yeah. If not, you know, with, internally, you know, Galaxy. with Curry. And I think they said with one uh, one foreign coach being being considered. considered. Yeah. Which obviously the the, con- the thinking is it's Miguel Herrera. Herrera. Well, I think that's what, I think that's what uh, kind of the dream pick from a lot of people. Yeah. I don't I'm know. cool if it if it happens. I'm cool with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be excited. I think it'd be awesome. I think from just uh, I mean, it's far fetched, but yeah. I'm, I'm I don't think he's a bad coach. You know, no, not at all. I mean, I mean, we've seen it. You know, with with Cholos down in in uh, Mex- the FMF or whatever X whatever they're the guy in Mex now. <laughs> I just had a, change your name more than Puff Daddy. Oh God, I just had a, uh, my brain fart. Liga Liga MX, right? Liga MX, yeah. yeah. No, he he seems to have done pretty well. My only concern with him is it's a new co- it's a foreign coach coming into a league and needing to learn the MLS weird structure. Yeah. With a brand new GM who presumably is still learning the MLS weird structure and rules, um, with a you know a, an off season with a bunch of turnover. Mm-hmm. Like we, if it is Herrera, like we're going to need someone who understands those rules relatively quickly, uh, because we've got a lot of work to do. Right. Um, you know, in in kind of rebuilding and reshaping the or, the team and the organization. Right, right, right. No, I understand. Yeah, and uh, I mean, so what are your uh, what have you been hearing, or have you seen anything that's uh, going around the league of coaches internally in MLS that it might be considered for the job? Well, the one that that kind of unnerved me was, uh, or not unnerved, but made me sad. I guess uh, Dave Sarakin, not a candidate, like right off the bat, not a candidate for. Oh, the, I mean, yeah. Well, he, I mean, he left before even. Which, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because presumably if he was a candidate, like you would have interviewed him during the process mm-hmm. and, and kind of felt him out. You could have spoken. We had free reign to speak to him. Um, with everyone else, we have to request permission from MLS. I believe it's been granted at least on Porter already um, because I, I know he's interviewing. It's strange. Uh, Merritt Paulson came out like yesterday or the day before saying uh, there's no reason for, for – um, Porter to want to go because the Portland Timbers job is the biggest job in MLS. I mean, it doesn't it sound like he's selling it a little too hard. Well, it's 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 equally delusional to the Galaxy want to win every game. Yeah. Or the Galaxy care to win the Open Cup or care to win what was it? The Desert Diamond Cup. Uh it's delusional. It's not it's not factual. It I just, live It just uh, sounds a little bit like oh yeah, who wouldn't want to take this job? I yeah. know that our guy might be leaving, but I mean, anybody would love to take this job. It's going to be the greatest job in MLS. It's, a, it's well, you know, that mentality just got elected president, but yeah. you know, it's, it's this, Oh no. Why? I, I, and I agree. Why would he want to go? Why would he want to go? He coaches for the Portland Timbers. He's got a relatively small budget, a mediocre team, uh, a cheap owner playing with his dad's money. Why would he ever want to leave here? 
you know, it's it's you. I can tell you, living in the Pacific Northwest, the Portland Timbers' job, at a minimum, is uh, the second largest job in this market in the Pacific Northwest. At best, they're third in the on the West Coast, and they're probably fifth or sixth overall in MLS. Just being realistic, um, it's not a it's not a slight on Portland, but it's fucking insane for their owner to say that they have the biggest job in the league. Yeah, well, I because mean, they won one title. Yeah, I mean, it just like I said, it just sounds like he's like a used car salesman, just pimping his cars. Like, look, our cars are great. You don't need yeah. those other sports cars, those fancy cars. What do you need that yeah. for? Now, I, now I want to take Porter, just to piss that guy. Just off. to piss him off. Yeah. <laughs> just to piss Mary Paulson off. Now yeah. I want Caleb Porter. Uh, no, so supporters so probably interviewing. Um, Burhalter gave a very interesting no comment. Uh, wouldn't say that he was staying with Columbus. Wouldn't say that he was interested in the Galaxy. Wouldn't say that he was willing to interview. Uh, just nothing. Just as, you know, which I guess kind of falls in line with Greg Burhalter's personality. Um, I don't see him as someone who's very willing to you know have a ton of conversation with you for no reason. Yeah, he definitely fits that like Bruce Arena. Uh, stop Angry. talking to me. <laughs> Surly. Yeah. So, yeah, Berhalter seemed, uh, just gave a stern no comment. Peter Vermes uh, signed a, you know, SKC manager signed a contract extension uh, that was at least announced today. And I have to believe that was offered or at least he leveraged the Galaxy's potential interest in him <laughs> into well, a new deal with, with Sporting, which is, which is great. It's where the league should be. Yeah, man. Good on him. It's what, you know, we should have coaches saying, oh, well, you know, here's the bigger game. Here's the bigger chair. They want me. What are you guys offering? Yeah. And then, you know, getting his new deal out of that because MLS is still a league that's built to protect the interest of the owners and built to protect the interest of uh, the league. So having a coach get some, you know, major, major leverage, especially if a team like the Galaxy want you um, to be able to go back and, and get himself a sweeter deal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that this whole um, Bruce to the to the national team uh, kind of sparked a whole little bit of frenzy in MLS and their, the coaching uh, situations. It's in fucking ripples, man. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest job. The biggest job in the country opens up. You know, people are go- people are going to talk. People are going to ask coaches, ask general managers. Hey, is your coach thinking about going? Yeah. You know, luckily, you know, here you have a bit more of a of a vacuum where few people are kind of reporting on the galaxy or, you know, coaches can get away with not saying anything because no one's really asking them. Uh, but in some of the other markets in this, in the country, you know, you can't do that. Yeah. It's kind of a, uh, it's, it's interesting though. Cause as you see, uh, if you've listened to the Chris Klein teleconference interview he gave on Monday, um, and he's like, yeah, once the job opened up, you got, they were flooded with calls from uh, different coaches around the world. Yeah. I'm like, that's kind of cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I would give anything to, to read that list. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I would give anything to know who's who's the guy being considered. I want to know who's, like, the guy, like, yeah, he, hey, my name's Bob. Um, yeah. I coach for uh, the high school in <laughs> buttfuck nowhere. I, I, I coach Van Nuys AYSO Division 17. Yeah. And I was, uh, I heard you guys might have an opening. <laughs> um, but I, I, I could I could be, you know. I can live with a lot of the names on the list. Greg Vanny, Burhalter, Porter. I really would have liked Vermes. Um, I'm not huge on, they say Robin Frazier is interested. Uh, I, I don't, I'll pass on that. Wasn't he, uh, wasn't he coaching at Chivas for a little bit? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll pass, yeah. I'll pass on that. Um, 
Adrian Heath was one of the the names rumored. He signed with um, uh, Minnesota. newcomers Minnesota United. That's right. Uh, he's going to be their head coach. Uh, Adrian Heath, former Orlando City SC head coach, re- was replaced by Kreis. Um So it's weird just how this wheel kind of keeps on turning, where all these you know, Kreis got this job, Heath got that job. So now neither one of those are are you know possible for the Galaxy. I I still think it's going to be Kurt when it's all said and done. <laughs> Can I think you, this is all a waste of time. <laughs> can you imagine the feeling or the shock that uh, Adrian Heath is going to walk into when he's like, oh, I lived in Orlando for two, three years, yeah. and now i got to go to Minnesota. Oh, it's cold. You it's very cold and pale. What do you mean I can't take my flip-flops? <laughs> no, I got, a, I got a G-string bikini I'm going to take down to the beach. It's yeah, be great. I mean, they don't wear those here in, uh, yeah. in the Twin Cities? Oh, she's that lady is hideous. It's, it's, he's going to have a good time. Yeah. He's gonna enjoy Minnesota. Well, I mean, is he's he's a he's a Brit, right? Adrian Heath, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So he's used to pasty people. <laughs> this is, this should be this is the triggered episode. <laughs> we're going we're going all full xen- xenophobia here, man. Yeah, I mean, I smoked. I I got an excuse. Yeah, well, it's just me ranting. Yeah, you I mean know? that's that's the way it should be. America, oh shit, he's from Newcastle. America for Americans. Amer- oh god. <laughs> Adrian, yeah, Adrian Heath is from Newcastle. Underline. All right. Well, there I don't you know go. how that's different than a pun time, but uh, he's, I, I he's from some Newcastle. He's English. Yeah, he's English. That's all that he's matters. That's, it's, he's if you're English, you're from London, so you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're all from London. Yeah, there you go. Um, so you know, we we talked about uh, Merritt Paulson and uh, Porter a little bit. I mean, that's what's funny is uh, Merritt Paulson's you know kind of spouting his words, and you know Portland's the greatest job in the in the country, mm-hmm. but. You haven't heard one word from Caleb Porter. Oh no! Well, because Caleb Porter wants that fucking job. Is that is that what you think? You, you yeah, Caleb that? wants that. I think everyone on that list wants that job. Mm-hmm. I think Peter Vermees wanted that job. I think he was willing to take that job and wanted it, and that's how he was able to get you know a better deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still MLS. You still might not get it, and you you know you don't want to. I don't think you want to turn away a job while you have it. But I think Burhalter wants it. I definitely think Porter wants it. Um. I would hope Greg Vanny would understand that he's, you know, at a job like TFC, he could be gone in a year. Yeah. Remember, they used to just shuffle through uh, through coaches. Um, but I, I I think it's a job people want. And, you know, there you go. Okay, so of all the names that uh, have been said, uh, who's kind of your get? I mean, because, I mean, like we've said, um, it's looking like it'll be Kurt. I mean, from all things that we think is going to happen. Yeah, but of all the names that have you've heard or you know we we've, we've named, who do you think uh, you would want to get personally? Oh, Zinedine Zidane. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, I, it, realistic. I I would love Burhalter. I Burr fucking Halter's love Burhalter. Um, he deserves to be back here. I, again, I would be really worried having. I would like it. It, it would. It's awesome. But um, former player, head coach, former player, general manager, former player, president. Um, I wonder who's kind of watching, you know, watching the house uh, and making sure we're making the best decisions. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to get some some long term, uh, um, experienced front office officials. But from what he did with Columbus overall, although you know they had a, a rough year this year, I liked how he got that organization kind of back in line for what to what they used to be. Yeah, even if they had a a rough 2016, Burhalter all day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, as a Galaxy fan, I mean, you kind of remember those good old years with 
with the beer holder, as we'd like to call him. Yeah, and he was the only reason, I mean, not the only reason, but he is why Omar Gonzalez was able to get to where he got. Yeah. Because Omar, before Greg, was still defending in the box with his arms in the air or dragging players back by their jersey because he was out of position. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah, was that, that when they paired lot, him up with Greg. That happens a lot less now, but it still happens, yeah. but it happens a lot less. Well, it's, it's who he is. <laughs> when they paired him up with Greg, like that's when a lot of that shit started getting knocked off and he, he started shaping into the defender we see now. Mm-hmm. Um, all began really when we signed Greg to kind of partner him. Yeah. No, and like I said, I think that's a... Berhalter would be a kind of... Uh, not quite like for like for Bruce, but I mean with that same attitude. Uh, yeah. And I think that would, you know... I don't know if we want to go with the same direction we've been going, but I think Berhalter is shown with Columbus that he can mix it up and play different mm-hmm. positions. I play the different formations and, and kind of go a little more attacking than, than Bruce's style, which is, would be interesting seeing here. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I would hope, because the main thing I want from an, a coach, whether it's Berhalter or Anolfo or anyone else, um, I want to see some inclusion from uh, the Academy, from the galaxy Two. Mm-hmm. I think with Anolfo, you get a lot more of that, um, especially since he and Pete were, were working with the younger kids for a while. But, um, you know, I, I know it would take Greg some time to get acclimated, but I, I want a coach that's going to play younger players, mm-hmm. more ener- more energized players and not necessarily, you know, be married to these older guys who, at least in one of their cases, was, you know, playing for a paycheck and, and really on his way out at the end of the year. Right. Um, I, I would also imagine players will respect Greg Berhalter a lot more than they'll respect Kurt Anolfo. No disrespect intended, um, but Greg's been there. Greg's done all this. Um, he's He's been in the locker room as a, as a regular player, and Anolfo has for sure, uh, but Anolfo took a step, I mean, got fired from two MLS clubs, took a step down to the USL, and Greg went overseas. Greg came back, went into coaching, Um you know, it's, it seems like he would carry that weight a little bit more than an alpha would. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, you, you get with the with, with the Nolfo, like, you know, I I know he was an assistant coach for a little bit, but then he went on mm-hmm. to be the, the G2 coach. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I feel that Berhalter would be able to control the locker room more than Kurt would. Like, I just I just feel like Kurt's attitude is more like, shut the fuck up, sit down. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, Kurt is more like, okay, let's work this out. Let's uh, try to find what's going to work for us. He hosts a PBS show. Yeah. He's, he goes into the NPR like, well, welcome to uh, Galaxy uh, Locker Room. Uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, that red card that you had. Uh, let's let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk. Um, did you, how are you feeling yeah. when... How were you feeling when the defender got past you and you kicked him in the ankle? Was was that your first thought? Uh, was it a process that you went through? Uh, <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I, I could be totally wrong and, and Kurt could be like an asshole in the locker room. Who knows? That'd be great. Wouldn't it? I, I would doubt it. I, I wonder if he doesn't get it. If someone like Porter gets it or, or Berhalter gets it, is he will, does he step down? Because I would assume taking the, the G2 job to begin with all kind of came with the caveat of if and when Bruce moves on, you know, we'll groom you into that role uh if we do go in a different route like are we then now also looking for a new g2 coach mm-hmm. that's that can and, be t- and then you're trusting possible. then you're trusting pete to figure that to figure that out and yeah. to, to find a coach that's going to help develop players mm-hmm. um 
it's there's so much turmoil and so much kind of well, change I, this off season. With that, I mean, I I kind of I feel a little more comfortable. We have great youth coaches. Um, I mean, our youth academies are are you know kicking people's asses every weekend. So hopefully, there's someone in there that can uh, step up and be. But why? Why does our U14s and U15s and U16s, why are they kicking people's ass every week? Why are they winning Dallas Cup trophies every year? But the G2 can't seem to get over that hump. Like, they get to the playoffs and it's every year, sputter out, mm. done. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that worries me with Kurt. If you're supposed to have, and obviously his his main goal is developmental and, and helping build out using local players. But if we have this amazing talent pool in Los Angeles, um, do you then become worried that Kurt has an inability to get over the hill? I mean, maybe because I mean, if you're if you're coaching the first team, I need you to figure that out. Yeah, you know, I need you. I need to see that you have a a championship pedigree, a winning pedigree. And with the G two, we would get to the playoffs and we would fall. Granted, in year one of of uh, LA Galaxy two, we fell to some some bullshit against Sacramento with uh, you know some pretty shoddy refing. Um, but this is a guy who who has the the force and the might and the dollars of the galaxy behind him, and he gets to the playoffs and into the ground every year. Yeah, maybe there's just that little extra that he just doesn't have, and who knows? But then I wonder, like, does fucking Caleb Porter have that? Yeah, right. I, I mean, mean, Burhalter has gotten Burhalter has gotten to MLS Cup and, and failed. Um, you know, we're rumored to Ziggy Schmidt as well, who who won a title with us, obviously, and won a title with Columbus, but he would get to the playoffs with the big, the big job he had in his list so far would be Seattle. Um, and he would get to the playoffs and would fall right into the ground every single year. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about our, our coaching, uh, uh, selection. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll find out, um, by the end of the year, by the end of the year. Yeah. 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 So, well, you know, once that happens, we'll probably do a whole show dedicated to whoever's coming in. No, it'll get it'll get pushed back because we'll we'll finally do the Robbie Keane show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't even mention that. Yeah. Um I mean we meant to do the Robbie Keane episode this week again. Um, but you know, this whole craziness that's going on with the with the front office is kind of putting that on the back burner, you know. We can you know, and I feel I think you feel the same way as Robbie's, you know, going away episode is gonna be there no matter what. Yeah. And this uh, breaking news stuff is gonna be here for a short time, so eventually there has to it has to stop for like uh different events happening the <laughs> night the night before or the day that we decide to record yeah exactly eventually we'll get like a three-day respite and we'll we'll talk about how great robbie Keane was yeah yeah well on that note um you have anything else you want to bring up um i think i am good you're officially uh president of large now right uh, technically, yeah, I guess so. Congratulations. We never talked about that. Thank you, sir. Um, your, your house of cards like rise to the top as the last man willing to do the job. <laughs> I am going to throw everyone under the bus. There you go. On my uh, way to the, on my way to the tippy top. Uh, yeah. To the, the tippy top of a pyramid. No one wants to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations. Buddy. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Um, so you can find us on Twitter at, twitter.com slash riot squadcast you can always send us an email at riot squadcast at gmail.com please go to our facebook page facebook.com slash riot squadcast um please uh share like our page we need to we need your help to kind of get our numbers up a little bit so we're asking you guys to do a little favor for us uh you can also uh leave us a 
a review on uh, iTunes, please give us a five star, mm-hmm. even if you hate the show. And if you can do these things, Ed will reward you with, I mean, all of your sexual fantasies. Doesn't matter how weird of a kink it is. I, he is in 100%. I do give a, a mean mouth party. He gives a... <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, and then you can find me at my personal Twitter at EdTheZombie. You can find me on my Twitter at ZeroCool138. All right, buddy. That's it, man. I mean, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure we will. We, we always say probably, but I can never leave you. I can never quit you. This could end at any moment. Uh, I can I can't quit you, Tucker. Oh, I, I could quit. I, I can get out. I can get out of here. <laughs> All right then, buddy. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, man. Be well. I right, be well. <laughs>